welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, People of the Towel. In this message, Pastor DeMichael uses the story of Christ washing the disciples' feet at the Last Supper as an illustration of the Christian spirit of service. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. Today we're offering a book which Pastor DeMichael has written on the subject of abortion. If you would like to order the book or a CD of today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order either or both. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. I would like you to take your uh, Bibles and uh, try to keep a finger or a hand or something here in John 13. I want you to turn to two places, Philippians 2. Would you turn to Philippians 2 and uh, Romans 12? Philippians 2 and Romans 12. And we're looking at some, some high ground uh, this morning, ground that's unnatural. And I got thinking about that Roman culture. And I think of how many things in our culture at least parallel the attitude. And if we're not careful, that culture will rub off on us and we'll become just like the world. Uh, Philippians 2, verse 4, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of what? Others. Okay? Um, look at uh, Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. And this concept of being a people of the towel, this humility, this service uh, that is a self-sacrificing service in behalf of others is laced throughout the New Testament. It's, it's woven in there. Just giving you a few examples. Look at verse 10 in Romans 12. Be kindly affection one another in brotherly love, in honor. What's the next word? Preferring one another putting the interest of others before our own interest. And again, that's a, a totally unnatural concept. We can't do that in our own power. We've got to do that uh, by walking in the Spirit. We've got to do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. We've got to do that by bearing the fruit of the Spirit. And before us this morning is the example of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to learn to do that, be willing to do the grunt work in whatever is necessary to humble ourselves. We need to learn to serve without having to be asked. Uh, Nick Walenda is an American professing Christian who has become the most watched high-wire artist in the world. His two most recent feats were seen by a billion people across the world. In 2012, Walenda walked a tightrope across Niagara Falls. In 2013, Walenda became the first person to high-wire walk across the Grand Canyon. Walenda knows that he will be tempted by pride. So after the huge crowds and the media fade away, he engages in a simple spiritual discipline. He walks where the crowds have just stood and quietly picks up the trash. Walenda recently wrote, quote, my purpose is to simply clean up after myself. The huge crowd left a great deal of trash behind, and I feel compelled to pitch in. Besides, after the inordinate amount of attention I received, I need to keep myself grounded. Three hours of cleaning up debris is good for my soul. Humility does not come naturally to me. 
Anybody else? Okay. Oh, and incidentally, if you think humility comes naturally to you, you have the worst form of pride. So if I have to force myself into situations that are humbling, so be it. I know that I need to get down on my hands and knees like everyone else. I do it because it's a way to keep from tripping. As a follower of Jesus, I see him washing the feet of others. I do it because if I don't serve others, I'll be serving nothing but my ego. And those of you that remember evil can evil realize that's a far cry from that egotist attitude. Uh, we must be willing to serve others with no thought of reward. Whose praise would we rather have this morning, that of men or that of the Lord? The Lord said, let not your left hand know what your right hand is doing. The idea there was not doing it uh, to seek credit. Dr. Ruth Benarito was 97 years old when she died in 2013. She's not known by many people. She has undoubtedly touched your life this week. She helped perfect, invent, and develop wrinkle-free cotton, also known as permanent press. Developing wrinkle-free cotton was long considered a challenging chemical problem since cotton's tendency to wrinkle is inscribed in its DNA. She was often hailed as the sole inventor of wrinkle-free cotton, and in 2008, she was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. But she frequently made a point of modesty by firmly reminding people that other scientists also deserve credit for permanent press. For instance, in 2004, she appeared in an interview and said, quote, I don't like it to be said that I invented wash and wear because there were many other people working on it, and there are various processes by which you give cotton those properties. No one person discovered it or was responsible for it, but I contributed to new processes of doing it. You know what it reminds me of? Someone once said, if you ever see a turtle sitting on a fence post, there's one thing that's sure. He had some help getting there. We must learn to serve others who are selfish and who refuse to serve themselves. Uh, there's a real sticking point for most of us. Most of us, the Lord will say, serve, and we'll go, I'm not serving them. Hey, I got news for you. Whenever the Lord says serve, you're going to find some warts in the people you've been asked to serve. You're not, you're not going to get that perfect group that you feel deserves all of your wonderfulness. Therein lies the sticking point. And the best way to solve it is just think that my Savior served me. He served me by washing those disciples' feet. He served me by, by allowing that angry mob to drag him before a, a, a mock trial. He served me by, by taking that whipping that 50% that uh, the victims never even survived and got to the cross. They died in that whipping. They lost so much blood. He served me when he went to the cross. He served me when he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And he served me when he rose from the dead and conquered death. And I look at me and I think, what have I done for the Lord? 
I mean, what benefit have I added to him? What, why am I so valuable? Folks, therein lies the sticking point. And if you'll remember this morning, nothing else as you walk away from this place this morning, and we're dismissed in just a little bit here, I want you to remember something, that among those, those dirty, and you know, any of us right now, if we took our shoes off and took our socks off, and man, I'll tell you, the older I get, the uglier my feet get. Man, thank God for shoes. <laughs> but, you know, our, our feet would be smelly being confined in those socks and shoes and the perspiration and all that goes with it. But I want you to stop and think about something. A lot of those men were walked barefooted through, through the streets of Jerusalem and in and around Judea. And, um, you know, the, the exhaust from camels and horses... <laughs> doesn't go up into the air, into the ozone. It goes on the ground. And, and eventually, it gets ground into the dirt, and it just becomes part of the warp and woof of all of that in the aggregate. And, they, and they'd walk through it. And sometimes they had sandals, but they, those sandals were open, and their feet were dirty, and they were grimy, and they were smelly. And the Lord Jesus Christ went down, and he did that. Keep in mind, again, even, even a Jewish servant... An indentured servant could not be induced to do this. It was the lowest of the Gentile servants. And he took that place, and among those whose feet he washed, he's sitting there washing Peter's feet, and he knows that Peter will deny him in less than 24 hours, will deny him cursing with an oath. Uh, he washes the feet of Judas. He knows that Judas, in, in, in just a matter of... Uh, of less than an hour is going to go out of there and betray him. And, and then he knows the rest of them are going to forsake him. And, and yet he still did it. And folks, that, therein lies the sticking point. God will call us to serve, and we'll size up the people we're called to serve, and we'll say, well, they don't deserve it, or, or he doesn't serve, why should I? And, but you know what, folks? Just simple obedience to the Lord is the best way to go and to look at his example. And as far as I'm concerned, his example to me is airtight. I can't get around it. Uh, we've got we've to serve so that the next generation will know how to serve. So that the next generation will know how to serve. Amen? Uh, we learn by example. Younger people look at us. What do they see? Do they, do they see people of the towel? Do they see people that willingly serve, that serve without being told? Or do they see reluctance? Do they see a self-serving attitude? It does a lot, to, a lot to set an example. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, People of the Towel. In this message, we see how the story of Jesus Christ washing His disciples' feet at the Last Supper gives us a model for how He expects us to serve as His followers. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, this week we're offering an excellent book which Pastor DeMichael has written entitled, Abortion, Come Now and Let Us Reason Together. The book presents a strong case against abortion based on both scriptural and scientific arguments. The book is free to you, and today's message on CD is available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 
888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.